0: Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of the Like, Click and Share podcast. Um, I'm Darren Winter and with me is, as usual, Gemma Walton.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hello Darren,
0: (laughs) how are you? In this episode, ChatGPT is the topic Um, and if you've not heard of ChatGPT, then where have you been? Um, Because I wouldn't say everybody's talking about it, but there are um, a lot of... Um, of blogs, case studies, videos, uh, podcasts, exactly. a lot of kind of interesting discussions talking about <laughs> Chat GPT and definitely about AI as a whole. And so this podcast really is just talking through what Chat GPT kind of is and use cases for it, and maybe talking about really kind of some of the dangers as well. So if you don't understand what all the fuss is about um, and you don't understand like how, uh, you know, why it's such a big uh, breakthrough, then um, this might be the podcast um, for you. So, I've been using Chat GPT. What, what is it? Well, it's a uh, a program by a company called Open AI, uh, founded or funded uh, partly by Elon and uh, somebody else. Um, but this kind of AI software uh, is probably one of the first AI tools that really kind of. Um, not to say the other tools that aren't out there using ai aren't helpful but it's a game changer for really google um, and search engines because at the moment if you imagine you go to google you type in what you want and then google serves up web pages and then the you know we have to go through as the user we have to go through those web pages to kind of find what we want so it's great to find products and great to find services because that's what it does um, and maybe just checking a few facts out or maybe do some research. But what ChatGPT does is that actually it gets, you don't really find any search, uh, any websites. Um, it just gives us the factual information. You can ask it anything. So this is almost like your best friend. So whenever, you, if you need to write uh, li- like messages for LinkedIn, if you need to write maybe a theater production, need to write a book, need to write a blog, case study, website page, uh, information for your school project, um, maybe how to write a CV all these questions you ever wanted all these questions you think oh, you know what's this what's that it will tell you um but what i found is a it's quite difficult to get access um they are improving it um but it's it's getting pretty much heavily overloaded like most days with traffic um and that's what you found demo because you've struggled to get access to it haven't you
1: all right Darren. All right. There's no, for, there's no need for that. I'm on the waiting list with about 3 million other people. I've been on there for about four weeks now. Something like that. Yeah.
0: But it really is a game changer. And I've, I've been just giving up a couple of examples of how I've been using it um, in my business is, you know, when I'm getting to the end of the week, I'm feeling a bit tired. If I need to write a case study um, about maybe, um, kind of how a client how of ha- how or how the business helps a client i can give it some parameters give it a little bit from inf- information so please write me a case study about this and include this this and this um and maybe anything else you want it to mention then it will just go and write you something out but is it, the, the the interesting thing that we're kind of like starting to see or i'm starting to see is that it's about how you um you know the types of questions you ask it, so it's like a research facility, really. So it's, it's only as good as the questions that you ask it. Um, so if you want to have two pages, a little two-page article, then just say, "I, I need a two-page article about this, this subject." And as long as it's got the information, then it's got, um, then it will deliver you something um, close to what you require. Uh, it is aligned to information on the internet that was as good as, as to twenty twenty one. So at the moment it's not plugged live into the internet, but Microsoft are going to uh, reportedly going to be um, building in ChatGPT um, three into their service in March. Um, so that, that might change, but it seems to be uh, going ahead, um, and that's got Google quite worried because it really is to say it is a massive like game changer. Uh, and I've read some articles about how people think like they don't really understand what the fuss is about, but it is. A game changer like because i mentioned from the beginning this isn't just about giving the answers to your questions but it's going to kind of revolutionize like how we find products and services now like right now moment we're getting delivered up websites but now this is actually just giving us the answers straight from those websites it's it's not telling us to recommend any particular um uh, any websites over other websites or any particular brands So at the moment, Google works on search engine optimization. So telling our websites or telling Google about what's on the website, the hidden text on images, descriptions for each page. it's not to say that won't be relevant, um, but it's going to be so much less relevant. um, And maybe that, whereas at the moment, companies are having to pay for advertising to get to the top of search results or on the first page, that may not matter anymore. Um, because it's going to be about what ChatGPT three finds, and um, and just taking this one step further, and I will stop in a minute and allow Gemma to come in because it is a podcast for both of us. The other game changer is that this kind of opens up the fact that this, if you think of it as a personal assistant to you as the user, then we might have very different very very different um, AI assistants being able to find and do things for us. So you could have an AI system for marketing, you could have an AI assistant for um, maybe IT, um, HR, all these different requirements that we have, we might have different um, AI um, bots and services doing things for us. Um, so it's really going to change maybe how you know the types of people we have in our workforce, who we have uh, employ on a freelancer basis, and then how we find things um, on the internet. So it is a massive game changer. So... All that being said, what do you reckon, Gemma? I know you've not been able to use the service so far, but I'm sure you've read a lot about it.
1: Yeah, I have. Um, I've actually been trialling some like other versions of it, I guess, would be an accurate description. So um, I've been having a look at Perplexity AI, which is ChatGPT with Google, and it shows you the resources where it's pulled the content from. Um, the reason that I think these are going to be really, really important are because if you're struggling for ideas or you're not sure what to write, um, it'll give you uh, some help, some support. The other one that I've looked at is Syncode AI, um, which you could put in some parameters for writing a blog post and it gave you some I- it will pull out some ideas for titles, for content for the kind of topics that you wanted to cover and then you could then explore that even further. Um, then it would help you to write the meta description for Google um, and look for any keywords. I think they're all really, really useful. Um, I've also looked at you.com, which is more of like a, a search engine. But again, you can put in the parameters that you want to um, to help it find the content that you need. Um, but I've only seen ChatGPT when you've showed it to me. But I cannot say that any of it's going to be like not useful or not relevant. Um, And I think it's only going to make your life easier because to write a blog post, if you've got to go and research everything, every like topic, make sure you've got sources, useful links, you know, it might take you half a day, might take you a full day, depending on how long the blog post is and how detailed it needs to be. And I think as well, sometimes you can write about a topic and make it relevant and you can do like SEO for it and the, the meta descriptions and stuff. But then if it's not a topic that you feel 100% comfortable on or you haven't got the knowledge, this is only going to help you because it's going to help you with topics that you don't necessarily usually talk about or write blog posts about, you know. So I think it's gonna, I think it's game-changing for not just people in marketing, for everyone. You know, I mean, there's so many there's so many tools out there. I, I'll, I said I would share some links with you after the podcast. But, um, ESPN on Twitter yesterday shared, um, four images that asked an AI tool to design four new trophies for football. So one was Champions League, one was Premier League, I think La Liga, and Europa, and what they pulled together was amazing. And then I've seen a couple of things online where they've, AI's created music. So I've seen one where this guy's put the parameters in and wanted something in the style of Timberland. And then I've seen this other, these other two guys where they've put all these different parameters in and it was in the style of, I think it was Charlie XCX and Ava Max. And both of them came out and were really, really good. I think it took about three hours for this track to be like pulled together. It was just, it was unbelievable. I think the possibilities of what this can all do it's just, I think, we probably don't even know. We probably haven't even thought about it, but somebody has, because obviously it's here.
0: Yeah, and I, I, and all those um, services that Gemma's been talking about, though, the links to those are um, in the show notes, so you'll be able to kind of click on those and have a look um, for yourself. Um, but I agree with you. Uh, I think, it, whether you like it or not, it's here, and it's yeah. been talked about for so many years. Um, so This is uh, it's new. Um, to actually be able to start um, using these. And it is exciting. Um, I suppose the big debate now is about creativity and where does that lie. Um, and I think, but it's always been there um, with any new technologies is that, well, you know, it's taking jobs or it's replacing people. But everything like kind of like Gemma was talking about and that I've mentioned there, certainly with things like blogs and case studies and that, It'll only still generate just something fairly broad. Even if you give it like all the parameters and that, it will feel personalized because you've given it that information, but you can still embellish it with like your own um, additional links, resources. Um, you might want to change the style of the wording. You might want to add some like graphics and images. Um, and still, video content is still pretty much um, sort of king at the moment. So, I know there are ai services out there that do sort of generate videos and that quite quickly but mm-hmm. still you know you can't get away from what we've talked about on previous videos and certainly what you've been talking about Gemma, is about things like tiktok and authenticity of seeing the person mm-hmm. so you know we, know we know there are ai bots out there and assistants these virtual assistants that look like talk like people that look like people but we can still tell they're not people so if you're still looking for all that then it's still if that's still not going to be going away anytime soon, but you it, it's important that everybody understand. If you're in business, it's important you understand this technology, what it can do, and how it can help. Because if you don't use it, then your competitors are definitely going to be using it. Um, and whatever the next new form of the internet, um, Web three, um, the next kind of stuff with the metaverse, VR. Whatever all these technologies are, it's happening Um, and it's really important that kind of like businesses and freelancers get to understand it and get to understand what you can do with it and start playing around with it. Start practicing um, what you can do with it because it's about how you use it Um, and the ethical side is definitely a question. You know, we've talked about creativity, maybe um, being stifled, um, but the big thing is about sort of, um people sort of copying information um and there's all sorts of detectors out there now on the market about but it's like so what at the end of the day i don't, I don't know what the percentage is there is there is a statistic i think a few years ago i can't remember what it is now but I think there's a, t- a statistic for how much of the internet is just copied material from other websites but it's it's something we've been working with, and I'm not saying because I'm an artist myself, not just in terms of uh, like sort of, uh, marketing, but I'm a musician myself. So I spend a lot of time, like days or weeks or months, working and uh, composing tracks. So if somebody was to rip my music off, and I I will feel I would feel pretty upset. But, but what this is doing is not ripping me off. It's just actually shortening that process down to trying to create something. But it's still down to the human to. To say what it is, and then it's also down to us to say no, we don't like it. So if, if people don't buy it, people don't stream it, people don't consume it, then people won't. Then if there's no point for the service. So what I'm trying to explain is, is that it's still down to us as humans to decide, like whether we still want this or not. But at the moment, it's really, really helpful, and it's definitely not going to be going away. What do you reckon, Gemma?
1: I think, no, I, I think you're right. Um, I think you will still need to, um, like, update anything that you create with it, you know, especially if it's like a blog post, because you know your customers, you know what they want from you, you know, you, you know how they want to receive information, the style that they want it written in. And sometimes you can put the parameters into the tool, and yeah, you get some great ideas out and you get some great content, but you have to reword it and put it into your own like style. You have to do what you said, obviously you're adding in links, you're adding in images and pictures and stuff, because there is that element of authenticity and people do know when it's being written by somebody or it's it's not yours. So it is getting back to that. Um your videos that you share on TikTok, the behind the scenes, the videos that you share on in well, any social media channel, you know. Yeah. Um so you you will still, yes, you'll be you'll be using tools like this, but to help you, you know, so you can shorten the amount of time that it takes to put a blog post together or shorten the amount of time that you might have yeah. to spend on whatever and that frees you up to do other things. Um, I cannot see, well, I cannot really see anything where I think that it, it might not be useful. I know there's been a few question marks about, like, students and stuff using it for like essays and not learning yeah. not being able to apply things which obviously I, I understand. Um but I think if you think if you thought it wasn't coming, I mean I, it's been on it's been on the television. I mean I've just been re-watching, I don't know if you watched Persons of Interest when it was on, but that's like 10 or 12 years old. And they were talking about like watching you know, um, finding people—they were talking about things with search engines and everything that was coming with AI and stuff like that. You know, there's been loads of different like series. And um, certainly, that I've watched, there was one. There was a CSI program where they were on about, um, like hacking into people's Wi-Fi to be able to like commit crimes and stuff within the <laughs> within the flats and apartments. You know, and again, that's something that's over ten years old. So if you look back at stuff that you might have watched on the telly or seen in movies you know, that's been, like, drip-fed to us for quite a long time that things like this have been coming, you know? So it's not yeah. really... It shouldn't really be a big surprise for a lot of yeah. people that like, this is the way things are things are going. Um, and I think you, you know yourself when you get, like... When you've been talking to somebody and you get, like, starting to see all these, like, adverts come in, whether or not you're on Facebook or Google or whatever, and it's, like... I haven't, I haven't searched for that but you might search for it on your work computer or you might be you know so you you do know that things have things have changed and this is the way things are going so I think I'd be interested to see what's coming what's coming next and how much yeah. it does like
0: change I things. I, I agree and the fact you know we've had virtual assistants around for quite a few years you know in things yeah. like Siri and um, Alexa, Cortana, mm-hmm. you know, so now we're actually able to use the just, you know, writing simple commands, mm-hmm. um, typing it in, um, and then getting back this information that that we need, like, to help us understand or help us do something. And a lot of the use cases we've talked about are kind of, I suppose, they are all digital kind of based, but just take it one step further in terms of, like, business cases, and then you could even think a bit further, like, you might want at the moment you might ring somebody to get advice on law but once you know the AI gets more accurate and understands things you know it's quite difficult sometimes to speak to somebody to get an answer like a general answer about whether you, should, you know information not about decision but just some general information and guidance for the fact that actually now you know this is probably the first time I, I can really see actually that this assistant is going to be able to Provides sort or of like standard guidance for people and i suppose the danger is you know where is he getting the information from how does it decide what's right or what's relevant but what's interesting which i've noted from chat GPT, that there are built-in feedback there is built-in mm-hmm. feedback function so it gives you a thumbs oh, no, up no, thumbs no, down no. if yes. it's good or bad and then you can tell it what it should have got right or wrong so far i've been using it for about three weeks and um, I think I've only known it to get like one answer wrong and that's probably out of about two or three hundred different kind of um questions or things that I've been asking or tasks that I've been asking it to do. Um, But just going back to what I mentioned at the beginning, a lot of it is about how, you know, the type of question you're asking. So it's about becoming more of a researcher. So if you don't, if you're using it, you you don't understand what the fuss is about just try being much more specific about the phrasing of the question. So you remember like the who, what, why, well, who, what, why, how, where, when. So using those like within your uh, your, um, your questions and your phrasing um, will make a lot of difference. And being very, very specific, if you're looking for a very specific answer, then you need to be very, very specific on your question um, and just have some fun with it because it's free at the moment. It'd be interesting to see if it turns to a paid model later on, but from this sounds of it, it doesn't look like it's going to. Um, And you mentioned quite there about the kind of ethics about you know um, being used in college work, and university work, and that, which is like a sort of big concern. And I think I was thinking about this and the fact that, like you mentioned rightly, mentioned that, that universities and colleges knew this was this this was coming, and the fact that they've perhaps been a bit more slow. Uh, to kind of like update themselves and you know there's ways around things you know should we you know the the argument kind of still um, exists that should we be judging um, somebody who's doing like a master's of business or you know a degree in business by um, a a thesis or by like a, a large essay really you know for people in business we're trusting them by actually the work that they demonstrate their experience so you know maybe that universities and colleges should be looking to be you know monitoring the students more about the experience group work giving them proper business challenges that kind of test their resolve about how they do things and then bringing all the elements together rather than just relying on one large essay and trying to demonstrate understanding so i'm not saying that should be done for all cases but i just i do think that you know for us to to trust people you know I know myself and students like, you know, we've employed students in our business. And then you look at them, they've got like maybe like an A or they've got a distinction um, in the degree. And then you ask them to do some simple tasks and they can't do it. They can do a great essay. They can't do the basic tasks expected in business. And that's what, that's what, we, that's what the world needs. That's what kind of customers in that want. So perhaps there's an argument for going back to more experiential um, kind of assessments um this is just a short podcast just talking about chat some of the implications um about this type of technology um by all means please have a look through the links that underneath it'd be great to hear your um thoughts and about using the system or other ai tools like Jem has been talking about there'll be some others that will list underneath as well um Tell us if we've got it wrong. We'd love to hear from you if you're kind of an opposed to this technology or you've got different viewpoints. If we've missed something out, it'd be great to hear from you. Um, just hit us up. Contact details are in the show notes. And uh, maybe we'll bring you on a, a future podcast if you'd like. But I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, do subscribe. Click on the like button. Click on the notification bell, depending on what platform you're listening or watch this on. Um, so we'd love to um, have you as a regular viewer and we'd love to have you on the podcast if you'd like to talk about something in particular let us know but for today that's all and uh, we'll uh, speak to you soon
1: bye everyone
0: bye